We do it because the Bible accurately foretells specific events in precise detail centuries before they occur. There's about 500 prophecies yet to be fulfilled that we know will be fulfilled to the letter. And because we know that, we look for news and trends in the world that you'd expect to be taking place. We're not saying these are the fulfillment of prophecy, just things that you would uh, suppose would be happening. We call them the signs of the times. Now, the Apostle Paul spoke of an increasing selfishness coupled with a devaluing of human life being a characteristic of the last days. He said this in 2 Timothy, Know this, in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Jesus was even more concise saying the love of many will wax cold. That's in Matthew 24. This selfish devaluing of human life is accelerating rapidly right in front of our eyes. You see it in the popularity of legal euthanasia. Now euthanasia is the practice of mercifully killing someone else, usually because they're suffering from an incurable disease, they're in a coma or in immense pain that's not going to stop. Except that more people are being killed for things far less terminal. A man in the Netherlands was euthanized because he had an alcohol addiction. The article reads in part, Mark Langdick chose the day of his death and was telling jokes, drinking beer, and eating ham sandwiches with his family hours before he passed away. He was killed by lethal injection at his parents' home, according to the account of the ordeal written by his brother. The Netherlands introduced a euthanasia law 16 years ago, which is available to people in unbearable suffering with no prospect of improvement. Marcel wrote his brother had a happy childhood and was loved by both his parents and only found out he had an addiction eight years ago. I was particularly angry at my brother, he said. At first, we did what most people do. We helped. My parents especially have done everything humanly possible to save Mark. His parents continued to believe in a happy ending despite eight years of help and 21 stints in rehab. Eventually, he told his family he wanted to die, but the family originally took the news with a grain of salt. But his brother had no second thoughts. His application for euthanasia was approved by a doctor from the support and consultation on euthanasia in the Netherlands. His doctor explained the procedure before telling him to get into bed and to try to stay calm. At this point, they all started crying, my parents, everyone, even Mark. We cried, told each other that we loved each other, that it would be all right, that we would care for each other, and that we would see each other again. We held each other, he said. If it was not so terrible, it would have been nice. Mark's eyes turned away. He sighed deeply, his last sigh. The doctor injected the third syringe. His face changed, lost color. My brother was dead. More than 5,500 people ended their life using Holland's euthanasia laws last year. One of those was a sex abuse victim who suffered anorexia, chronic depression, and hallucinations. Another article raised the concern about a rising subset of those being euthanized. It reads like this. Since 2002, when the Netherlands legalized assisted dying, 
Its laws have been held up elsewhere as a model, but recent figures from the Dutch Euthanasia Review Committee have given some campaigners pause. It's not the total number of deaths under the law's provisions that bother them, though it has increased by 76% since 2010. Rather, it is 56 individual cases, those who sought and received doctor-assisted deaths because of psychiatric disorder. According to Paul Applebaum of Columbia University's Department of Psychiatry, the increase, quote, raises concerns about eliminating people from the population as an alternative to providing them with medical care and social support. Another article reported, in 2014, Belgium voted to extend euthanasia to children with disabilities in a move pro-life advocates worldwide had been fearing would come and expand an already much abused euthanasia law even further. The law allows minors to seek euthanasia under certain conditions and the measure would also extend the right to request euthanasia to adults with dementia. No age limit would be set. The children who are euthanized would have to, quote, possess the capacity of discernment. Not after, or not long rather, after the law passed, a terminally ill child was put to death. Revelation 9.21 says, they did not repent of their murders. Now that verse is talking about uh, what happens during the Great Tribulation. But obviously murder will become more and more commonplace leading up to that time. And these type of euthanasia killings, I mean, they're just murders is what they are as people are being euthanized for uh, any reason really whatsoever. Uh, all you have to do is desire it. And of course, I think we know that pretty soon governments are just gonna start putting people to death because you're too old or you're too infirm or maybe because you're a Christian, who knows? And so this is what we would expect to be happening in our world based on Bible prophecy and it is. Now, while we look into these signs of the times, we're not looking for any particular sign before Jesus can come back for us. He promised that any time during the church age, he could return, resurrect the dead in Christ, and rapture living believers. And that's why the real question for us, and for non-believers too, of course, is, are you ready for the rapture? If not, you need to get ready and stay ready and keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming.